I awoke in a daze, listless and disoriented. Harsh sunlight streamed through the tent walls, nearly blinding my eyes. It seemed like I had dreamt the whole night that I was struggling through the desert on my bike, on foot, and even on camelback. I'd had very little sleep, and I didn't want to get up. I could have used a blast of smelling salts to shake me out of my stupor, but I knew I had to persevere and tackle the next stage. It was not a good frame of mind to be in to take on 535 kilometers of African desert. Everyone was in agreement that stage 13, of which 513 clicks was competitive, would be one of the toughest ever seen in Dakar. But toughest, like worse, is a relative term. I didn't want to think that anything could be tougher than what I had just endured. The route we were to follow looped from Tijica and back. It was the second of the marathon legs, in which no assistance from chase trucks was permitted. Not that that meant much to the privateers who had no team infrastructure to assist them in the first place. Once the special kicked off, we would have to navigate our way through a pass over a cliff, run along the base of the cliff, and climb back up on the plateau through the infamous Nega Pass. In between, everything the desert has to offer would have to be dealt with, including rutted and fast-winding tracks and steep, soft dunes. Yeah, okay, this probably would be tougher than anything else I had to tackle so far. It wasn't an inviting prospect. I dragged myself out of my sleeping bag, got suited up, a challenge in itself, and quickly ate breakfast. Feeling like some kind of automaton, I crawled onto my motorcycle and rode out of the bivouac on the same road southwest of the airport to where stage 12 had ended the night before. The timing tent served as the start line for the special. It was only a three-kilometer jaunt from the bivouac to the start, and I was wishing it was a lot longer. I needed some time to thoroughly wake up so I could concentrate on riding. I felt I was too rushed and too tired to ride with a strong enough focus to guide the Honda through the hazards I would face. Something didn't feel right. Maybe I got dressed too quickly and didn't take the time to make sure everything was fitting right. Or some clothing was bunched up. Or my tool bag was loose and hanging too low. Whatever the case, I was receiving warning signs that I should have heeded. Perhaps I should have taken the time to settle down and take a different attitude towards the day. I didn't dare admit to myself that I wanted to throw in the towel. Fortunately... I couldn't give myself the right excuse to do so. There was a carrot in front of me. The end of the rally at Dakar. Only a few riders were gathered around the start area, which I thought was rather strange because there should have been quite a few more. I didn't have much time to dwell on it as I was directed straight up to leave. I was a few minutes late for my designated departure. It was hot and the sun hung high in a cloudless blue sky. The course followed a rocky road set by a bulldozer blade through the flat black rocks and sand. I rode fast, but had trouble focusing on the terrain and corners. As usual, with the weight of the full fuel tanks, the bike was unwieldy, and it was a struggle to stay on two wheels. 
Everything was exacerbated and exaggerated by fatigue.